0: hey homeschoolers i'm melissa webb former full-time classroom teacher and homeschool mom turned full-time business ceo and encourager to homeschool families everywhere i am determined and dedicated to helping you in this journey that you're on yes i want to give you sound educational practical tips and advice, at the same time making sure that you're enjoying the family journey that you are on. So if you are looking for a place to be encouraged and inspired, you have found the perfect podcast. Homeschooling is a work of heart is truly the perfect place to start. So welcome. Let's jump in. Hey there, homeschoolers. Welcome back to another episode of the Homeschool is a Work of Heart podcast. I'm so glad you're here with me today. I want to talk about testing and tests in general. Doesn't that sound fun? Who doesn't love to talk about tests? Okay, most people. (laughs) But I do think it's a really important topic, and so I'm so glad that you're here to tune in because i think i have a lot to offer you by the way i want to thank another person for leaving a review for the podcast i am looking for reviews if you at the end of today's podcasts are like, this is great stuff. I want to hear more about it, and I bet other homeschooling parents would love it too. Would you consider at least giving me the rating? Five stars is awesome. But also review. Reviews are so awesome. I got one from Marley VDM. And it says, her passion is contagious. Mrs. Webb is the ultimate source of positivity when it comes to homeschooling and teaching young writers. She's joyful, insightful, and provides amazing tools for parents and students alike. Her optimistic outlook as a teacher is often hard to find in education. And not only is it infectious, she makes it seem easy. Thank you so much. I love that review. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. so. I want to talk today about changing our mindsets around testing. I'm going to try and keep this optimistic and infectiously positive for you. I'm so curious what kind of emotions pop up for you when you hear that word, I have a test for you to take? (laughs) I know for a lot of us, it increases this feeling of stress, maybe like just hate I hate tests maybe a sense of anxiousness or dread maybe oh great here's another way for me to be judged but I want to remind everybody before we delve into three very simple steps that are going to change your mindset around tests I just want to remind everybody feelings are created by the thoughts we create can okay, I say that again the feelings we feel are created by the thoughts we are thinking. We create the thoughts. <laughs> Therefore, those feelings we have, those emotions we're experiencing, we brought those on. We want to say, no, I didn't. You know what brought that on? The test brought that on. Okay, but this is funny. Let's just say math test. That seems to be the one so many people dislike. Math test. Guess what? That actually means nothing. It's two words. The word math, it has four letters. And the word test, it also has four letters. It's what we think about math tests (laughs) that have us creating the feelings. If we hear the words, which mean nothing by themselves, math test, what thought comes to mind? Oh, those are hard. Okay, that's your opinion. That's your thought that you created in your brain. Now, I'm not going to say that you're wrong, but I'm also not going to say that you're right. That's just your opinion about it. Some people, a math test, I love math tests. So it's not, math test is not the problem. Test is not the problem. It's our thoughts about the test. Okay, so if we know that our thoughts can create feelings that then send shivers down our spine or make any test taker break out into a cold sweat, we have to think about what if we could change that. And I'm here to tell you we can, 100%. That's a belief I have. And I'm going to tell you in three steps how to do that. Are you ready? Here we go. Let's just jump right in. Step one. I want you to start thinking and believing that tests are tools. They're just a tool. And they're a tool for the educator. They're a tool for the educator who can use them to assess progress, redirect some instruction, and even ensure that our children are getting the best education possible. I'm gonna give you a little history lesson here. I want us to go back about 150 years or so. At that time, teachers gave oral assessments. And the reason why they would give oral assessments was to make sure that their students were learning what it was they'd just been taught. And so they would ask, what do you remember about this math lesson or this history lesson or this science concept? And once the teacher saw, great, you've mastered it, they would move on. Now, if there wasn't mastery, they'd go back and they'd reteach. Now, tests back then, especially the oral ones, were not seen as the enemy. But they are today. In fact, like if you think about how these all started, they, they went about 150 years ago to actual test taking where, where students would then write out their answers but again it actually had this origin of being this like noble thing it was like we want to pursue excellent knowledge and understanding we don't want our children to move on to a new concept if they haven't mastered this one first there was this true desire on the teacher's part like we're not leaving a child behind but this was also a time where education was more of a privilege not everybody was educated A lot of times it was reserved for the elite, and these tests were used to determine this child's aptitude, their strengths, and make any weaknesses stronger. They were just a guide. They were a guide to instruction. They were intended to tailor any kind of learning that a child needed to the need of that individual child. Very different than what we see today, yes? Seriously, let's fast forward <laughs> to 2024, and I will tell you that seem, it seems to me like tests are, I don't know, like a lightning rod for controversy, right? They really spark some feelings in people, and we hear these terrible stories of children like crumbling under the weight of the pressure of these standardized assessments, and parents are super concerned about all the pressure that we're placing on these young people. But I'm gonna tell you, it doesn't have to be that way. It really does not have to be that way. So step one is to start believing that a test is just a tool for the teacher. It's not a degrading instrument meant to reflect on what a child knows or doesn't know yet. It's not about the child, it's about the teacher. So I want you to start thinking that way. Ah, test isn't for my kid. My child takes the test, but you don't even need to give your child a score. Did you know that? <laughs> like, I, I just, I, I am not a fan of grades. I'm just not a fan of grades. Maybe I'll do a whole podcast on why I don't like grades. All I like is a test that tells me, the teacher, this is what my child now knows. Great. Ah, we still don't understand this. Great. See that both of those result in great. That's what I needed to know. Me, the teacher. Okay? All right. Step two, using those results can make you a better teacher. That's the next thing I want you to believe. Test results can help you. Test results can help you. Okay, so as homeschooling parents, this is really an important piece that we shift our mindset when it comes to testing. We know it's a tool, and we see it as a test result is not about my child. It's about me. Because at the end of the day, don't we all want to be successful teachers, And don't we want to give our children the skills they need to succeed in life? If they're not mastering it, not shame on them, shame on us. (laughs) Teaching is guiding our children along the path of learning and helping them reach their full potential. It's our job. And if they are not learning, why? Now, there could be a learning challenge. They're experiencing dyslexia, dysgraphia, ADHD, autism, all of those things are worth exploring if you're like, okay, I've taught it several times and my child's still not grasping this concept. Sometimes it's an age-related topic, but sometimes it's how you're teaching it. And yes, sometimes there are learning challenges, but no matter what, regardless of any of that, it's still our responsibility. They're learning into our laps when we choose to homeschool. It's a big responsibility. We must take this seriously. We must find ways that work. So maybe it's materials we need. Maybe it's services, help from others, whatever. But that's our job to figure that out. And tests help us figure out what is necessary. Tests can help us enlist the help we need if we need it. And there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, I absolutely applaud the parents who come to me and they admit, "Ah, I'm just terrible at writing or academic writing. This is not where it needs to be. I know that. Can you help me? That's a good teacher right there. You want to know what a good teacher looks like? Right there. I can't tell you. In all my years, of classroom teaching and supporting homeschooling families as a facilitator, I always, and as a homeschool mom myself, I always enlisted the help of others. I'd get their ideas. If somebody did a really great project, I'd be like, Oh, can I trade you something for that project? Or I love Teachers Paid Teachers. There's a lot of great things there. Going and getting what you need to be a better teacher is not a sign of weakness, it's actually a sign of strength because you're pulling in all the people, all the ideas, all the things you need to succeed, that's great. So tests are useful for helping us find those spots, right, where our children might be struggling, as well as where they excel, so that's great too. When we are armed with the knowledge that we need, we then have this opportunity to adapt what we're teaching, how we're teaching, and we can tailor all the things to meet our children's unique needs. That's important. Okay, so let's review. Step number one, I really want you to believe that tests are helpful tools. I want you to believe that, right? They're they're not an instrument used to tear down a child. They're a helpful tool for you, the teacher. Step two, I also want you to believe that tool, those test results, Can help you be a better teacher, help where you're weak as a teacher so you can become a stronger teacher. Step three, I also want you to believe that tests, especially tests over time, are a fabulous way to measure your progress as a homeschooler. They're really valuable. Now, this is true, tests can serve as reliable. Objective evaluations of our progress over time. And when I was homeschooling our youngest son, we would every spring take our school's CASP test. CASP is just an acronym for our test program in California, and they use uh what's called the SBAC, which is a computer adaptive test to test language arts and to test math. And I actually would really encourage my kiddos to get out there and take those tests and show up and do the best that they could. And I looked forward to getting the results in the mail. They'd be mailed um, out to us in July or August. Because even if we had a tough year, I always found it very rewarding to see year after year, we always had an upward movement in language arts and in math. Some years were a greater increase, some were just a couple points higher, but it proved to me that what I was doing was working. Even though in my head, I'm like, ah, we were like two chapters behind in our math textbook before he had to go take that test. But at the end of the day, I still had those results that were objective and proof that they were learning. My kids were learning. What I was doing was working. Now that's important as a homeschooling parent because if you are like any caring parent, if you're homeschooling, you're worrying that, like, am I doing the best job I can do? Is what I'm doing good enough? I'm gonna tell you, passing scores become really valuable data that we are doing things that are working. So I want you to just consider this thought that tests can actually alleviate your worry and concern. See, there's another thing that's good about them. When we have concrete data at our fingertips, we really can rest assured knowing we're on the right track, even when some days are so tough. And maybe you kept giving that math quiz or spelling quiz, and you're like, ah, when are we ever going to get this? Eventually, you keep track of that. You're going to see the progress and that feels so good for all of us. All right. So what do you think? Did this conversation help you today? I really hope so. I want to ask you, are you going to one, believe tests can be helpful tools for you, the teacher? They do not have to be something that makes your child feel like a failure. You don't even have to give your kids the scores. They're for you. They're not for your child. Two, will you also choose to believe, yeah, those test results, that's going to help me be a better teacher. Ah, thank you, Melissa. That's exactly how I needed to change my thinking. They're going to help me be a better teacher because that's what they're really about. And three, will you also allow tests over time to remind you and solidify the fact that you are doing a good job and you are helping your child grow and learn, I really want you to believe these three things. A reminder, those feelings of yours, they are created by whatever beliefs you're letting roll around in your head. Stop giving your child a test, watching your child struggle, maybe even fail, and think that's about your child. Let's make it about us and find ways to get our children to where they need to go. I want you to choose beliefs that will empower you and make you the better teacher. And for you to say, honey, I see that you didn't get a great grade on this quiz. So we're going to go over it again because, sweetheart, that falls on me. I need to find a better way to teach this. Can you imagine how that's not only gonna make you a more responsible, better teacher, but it's also gonna make life better for your kiddo. Who doesn't want that? Imagine the relief when a child's, wait, it's not about me, mom. No, honey, it's not. I'm the teacher. Let's do, let's do fewer problems. We're gonna do fewer problems, and I'm just gonna make sure that you've got this mastered, and we're gonna just keep working on this together. That's what we're gonna do. Okay, now before we sign off, I do want to ask how recently have you tested your child's writing skills? Because I have a great program. I have a great writing program that will first teach your child how to be a better writer, but also evaluate your child's progress. We don't call them tests, but we do evaluate every essay that comes through. And it's in a very helpful and encouraging way. So I just want to encourage you, come check us out. You can find us at writeonweb.com. That's W R I T E O N W E B, just like my last name.com. I would love to help you feel more successful in the area of writing. And I know I can do it. I know I can do it. Right on. Well, thanks so much for tuning in and listening this week. Hey, if this was something that you found valuable, don't forget you want to subscribe or follow so that every time a new episode is dropped, you'll be the first to know. And hey, before you go, if you are looking to get some of this academic writing under your belt and outsourced so that it's one less thing freeing you up to enjoy more time with your family, hey, you're going to want to head over to WriteOnWeb to see what kinds of resources and materials I have available for you. I will look forward to seeing you there and I will look forward to seeing you here in our next episode. Right on!